Okay, three, two, one, let's jam. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. It is the Brass Tax Podcast. I am your host, Rick. Adam is out today. He uh, contracted the coronavirus. So I am joined today by the host of the Bulgarians Podcast, my good friend, Eric. What is up, guys? Thank you for being here with us. We're also joined by my beautiful and talented sister, Alex. Um, hi. <laughs> it's a beautiful day. We pushed the show back a little bit for you guys because we had some uh, inclement weather. We decided to be lazy bones, stay at home, and uh, watch some movies. But we're back to bring you good people some laughs. Hopefully, you know, we don't blow it this time. But yeah, man, welcome back, everyone. It's a beautiful day, beautiful day. And, uh, dude, I was uh, freaking out when I woke up this morning because I had uh, this insane... Uh, I don't know if you guys ever had these dreams before, but uh, I, uh, <laughs> I woke up in a panic this morning and I was looking at my phone and everything because I had one of those dreams where I, I dreamt that I woke up and out of nowhere, like I felt like, oh, shit, I'm late for work or I'm missing work or whatever. I was supposed to be at work in my dream and I wasn't. But... Uh, have you ever had those dreams where you're you're trying constantly to uh, use technology in a dream, but it just will not work no matter what you do? I've not had that, but I've had the like the being late for work dream. Mm-hmm. It's it. I kind of compare it to like the dream of falling. Oh, like you yeah. just wake up in a sheer fucking panic. Yeah, just kicking and flailing. Yeah, no, I just it was it was horrible because I stressed myself out super bad. I. Uh, I was trying to use my phone, but for some reason, like you can't really, you can't read in dreams and you can't use technology in dreams for some reason, because it's just, your brain's just not wired that way. So whenever I was going through my contacts and everything like that, I'm trying to get a hold of my boss and whatnot, but all, everything just looks squiggly on my screen. None of the buttons worked. My phone kept turning off in my dream and I just had a fucking panic attack and I ended up waking up because of it. And I was looking at the date and everything. I was like, Oh my God, what day is it? I felt like fucking Dorothy, but, uh, Luckily, you know, it's, you know, I'm, I've still got a couple of days before I got to get back into work, but it was a pain in the ass, dude. And I don't, I don't like waking up stressed like that. Yeah. That's, that's never a good thing. No. Fuck and no. especially when like work is taking up a portion of your dream space. That, yeah, exactly. Fuck it's that, a, it's dude. a terrible like, I thing. I work 10 hours a day for you pieces of shit. I do not want to dream about this fucking place. <laughs> it's not, I don't mind that so much. Cause I love, I love the place that I work and I like the people I work for. It's just a matter of like, I, I just have a tendency to stress myself out for no reason at all. And I think we were, we were talking about this the other night, yeah. how like Eric and I, um, we're very similar in the fact that we operate at around like 25, 30% anxiety all the time. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like I was doing shots of Jaeger before I even walked in here to do this podcast. Oh man. Lucky you. Uh, <laughs> I did a backflip off of that wagon, dude. But, uh, yeah, dude, it's, it's been a great, uh, little mini vacation or I guess for me, it's been a staycation, but, uh, and I feel, I feel terrible that Adam's sick. Cause I know he was looking forward to this too, but, uh, he, uh, he sent me a picture of his coffee water shits, which I truly appreciated. Yeah. I got, I got a glimpse at that and I was, yeah, I've been, I've kind of been showing it off to everybody. It's, it's kind of nice. I'll honestly never forget it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, but what can you do? You know, I mean, every once in a while you're going to, you're going to get hit in the immune system, but it's all, it's all perfect good. timing though. I mean, I, we happen to be out here, so yeah, yeah. There was a time for him to get the coronavirus. Now's the time. That's true. Yeah. Cause I would have been fucked. I mean, no, no co-host, no nothing. 
I mean, just tell Adam to quit eating bat soup, dude. That's true. Yeah, he's out there. He's out there harvesting free range bats, <laughs> <laughs> snakes and bats. Yeah, but I mean, over the past few days, we've just been we've been so so lazy. We've been sit, staying over at the Airbnb, just watching movies and documentaries and it's shit been like great. that. It's totally been great. Like, yeah, I'm loving the edibles out here. Oh yeah, shit is solid. Oh yeah, you got to experience your first uh, yeah, dispensary. I've never been to a dispensary before. Yeah, it was it was great. It's it's very nice. It actually it takes a lot of the uh, uh, my sister and Erica are back from the East Coast uh, where I'm from in the Carolinas there, and uh, they haven't quite cornered the market on safe drug dealing over there yet. We're too worried about lobbying for Jesus over there. That's right. Yeah, roll tie, yeah. y'all. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but dude, I haven't spent this much time on social media either like i've noticed like we're just sitting there on the couch and i'm just staring at my phone and going through all these posts and shit like that and i just kind of like i came to a realization a couple of nights ago when i was laying on the couch i'm looking through everything i've decided i'm gonna not like any scantily clad pictures of women anymore i'm done with it i'm sick of i'm sick of feeding into the ego and whatnot so from now on i will only be liking and hearting and smiley emojiing modestly dressed women fuck that all right so <laughs> the rolling thunder <laughs> no nah, i mean if you look at my t actual twitter account it's nothing but like porn stars yeah and like magic the gathering like informing accounts the solid combo dude. yeah like i get to nerd out and look at pussy all day it's great <laughs> living that wizard life yeah dude holy shit man i might even retweet some <laughs> some more of that necro porn yeah Obviously. Oh, man. Hey, guess what, guys? What? I've got some bad news. Well, I've got some good news and some bad news. Okay, give me the bad news. What's the bad news? They're dead. This whole thing all right and i called it months ago i called this months ago arrest warrant issued for a woman who lied on the red flag filing in larimer county here in colorado well, what, who didn't see that shit coming exactly so this is pretty interesting because a fort, a fort collins woman is wanted for arrest on suspicion of prejury after lying on her red flag petition against the police officers who killed her son so this was, as I mentioned in uh, previous episodes, when this was all being uh, kind of decided on here, this was the first thing I thought of was there are going to be a lot of spiteful victims of, um, of uh, police brutality or anything like that. Not saying that this particular case involved police brutality, but, you know, people are going to have a vendetta against the police and people are petty and going to have vendettas against one another in general. So this is... Uh, I didn't expect it to happen so quickly, but apparently this was this took place January sixteenth. So this is kind of uh, this is kind of eye opening, and this is also kind of worrisome because now we're starting to venture into a territory where you could get in an argument with your neighbor across the street. Something could happen. Yeah, um, if I don't buy like Stephanie's essential oils on Facebook, she's gonna <laughs> dox me to the cops, and like, yeah. they're gonna come and take all my AR-15s. Yeah, I it's like I, I about it. I didn't buy any any chocolate from your punk ass kid, and now I've yeah. got to worry about the police kicking in my door because you're insecure. Anyway, online court records show that the warrant was issued January 23rd, one week after Holmes appeared in court to argue that the state 
or she wanted the, the state to confiscate Colorado State University Police Corporal Philip Morris's gun for a year. Morris shot and killed this woman's son uh, in January, or I mean, I'm sorry, in 2017. So this is kind of, I guess this has been, she's been thinking on this one for a while. And this is the thing is like, she didn't have any way to get back at this cop or anything like that until these laws were passed. So what was the actual like crime? Cause I'm not familiar with this story at all. Mm-hmm. So what was the crime that the, they said the kid committed? Um, so it's looking like there, so it was a shooting death, but this article doesn't really go into detail about her son's case. Hmm. I'm guessing, um, I don't know this. Uh, this Would you is, say the kid maybe deserved it or? Well, that's the thing. I just, I don't know anything about what happened in this. Cause this article is literally just about this woman using gotcha. red flag laws against the uh, police officer that shot her, her kid there. I mean, we're moving closer and closer to the boogaloo. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, I mean, I get it. We do, to a certain extent, we do need uh, better regulations surrounding firearms because I, I don't think it's any secret that it's 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 too easy to obtain one if you're yeah. if you're not all the way there, if you have malicious intent. I will say, though, when I went to do my concealed carry permit mm-hmm. testing, there was a girl in my class who I knew I went to high school with her. She sent me like some crazy text because I went and saw a band called the Coat Hangers, and she's like psychologically fucked up and thinks that I was talking shit about her. Mm-hmm. But uh, so she's card carrying crazy, and I knew this before she even showed up. Right. She shows up there like, no, you're not buying shit. Oh wow! So they already yeah, knew. They already knew. Like she'd like filed police reports saying people were like watching her house and stalking her and shit. Like, oh okay, so there was a paper trail that yeah, she there's was a crazy. paper trail that she's a nutcase. See, my biggest fear is running into those guys. Like, I mean, because there's more nutcases out there than there are sane people. I would argue. Oh yeah. And there, you know, you can you can have a clean record and just be batshit crazy, and all it takes is that one fucking occurrence. I mean, look at all the homeless. They're like free-range crazies out here. Yeah, yeah, you guys have seen a couple of examples of what Adam and I have spoken about in the past with our uh, homeless issue here. Well, I feel like the homeless here are like more of that crazy, like, there's no place for us, so we're going to live out on the streets type of shit. Right, and I mean, I've spoken to a few of them, and it's it's by choice, you know? Yeah. Like our Well, it normally is. Yeah. Like when I was when I was in New Orleans, it was like all a bunch of twenty three old fucking hipsters that were like, "Hey man, can I bum a cigarette while I play the ukulele on the sidewalk?" Yeah, there was like a plethora of them out What's there. What's your favorite My Morning Jacket jam? Man? Yeah, and I'll seriously. fucking belt it out, fucking buttholes. But it, I mean, it's kind of like um, I also think our Uber driver when we were talking about the same issue, she had a good point in saying that yes, mental illness plays a part, but drug addiction and drug abuse on top of that already but exacerbates it exactly and it's already a pre-existing or pre-existing condition and a lot of people it's it's a cliche at this point that a lot of mentally ill people self-medicate and it never has good outcomes and and like we're seeing now the homeless population in downtown denver is is insane i mean you can't go to a single street corner and not see somebody holding a sign or somebody yelling at a wall or God forbid, yelling at, at passersby. Well, and- I mean, when me and Alex were out in uh, Las Vegas years ago, 
we saw two homeless guys fighting over a stick on the 213. <laughs> Are you shitting me? No. Nope, not at all. Maybe they were wizards and that was just well, like I really... mean, that's what I thought. It's like, this is your piece of property and you're like going to gut this fucking dude over it. Like They were fighting over who, who shall wield the wand. Seriously. It, well, it's kind of like Lord of the Flies. Yeah. But the homeless version where you fight over a walking stick. <laughs> <laughs> who gets to be Gandalf at the end of the day? Yeah. Who wants to try to part traffic like Moses? Let's see. And in other news, this is a beautiful one. We have herpes monkeys spreading across Florida reports, say. Wait, didn't we already have those? Well, I think. Well, that's in South Carolina. There's like a research island in South Carolina that has like a bunch of herpes monkeys on it. Yeah. What's the deal with that, by the way? Like, that's something some I never. Some private business owns it or some shit. It's not like a government subsidized deal. It's some private testing company owns it and they just have a bunch of herpes monkeys. Oh, that's great. That's all we need is for them to like start evolving and then they're going to make little boats and come over here. And well, start... I mean, at least it's not like the, the koalas you guys talk about with chlamydia. Yeah. And I'm surprised, you know, honestly, that's something that kind of surprises me that more people don't know because I feel like that's a pretty important thing. It's pretty common knowledge. Right. I mean, everyone, I've... Them drop bears over there for a reason. <laughs> well, everyone that I've spoken to, at least here in the States, they're, they're unaware of that fact. And I feel like it's my job as a, uh, as an informed talk show host to let you guys know that you will get chlamydia from a koala. So just don't touch them. I mean, half of that entire country will kill you. Like, don't they have like the most poisonous snakes in, I think, yeah. Like, demographic. Yeah. And that's, that's why I enjoy having a lot of Australian listeners because they are, they are true, resilient, tough butts. So once again, shout out to everyone in Australia that listens. You guys are fucking golden out there. Love y'all. So let's see here. Perhaps Florida's most what the what the what invasive. That's a stupid way to start an article. Perhaps Florida's most what the what invasive species is in the news again as herpes carrying monkeys have begun to spread their domain. The invasive macaque, many of which have the herpes B virus, were introduced. So the macaques have herpes. Yes, my macaques. My macaques got herpes. Ugh. Fucking neat. Fuck me. What is the herpes B? Simplex B. What does that mean? Uh, is that the kind that you can't get rid of? Or? I don't think you, you can get, get rid of any of herpes. Any of it. Oh, it's just one <laughs> happens on your lips, and it's like, ah, I'm not a whore. It's just herpes. Well, you get herpes genitally. You can get them uh, in your mouth. You can also it's actually a cold do- sore. One of the first uh, when I used to work in the operating room, one of the first medical, real nice medical terms that I was taught was through uh, Doctor J when we used to work together. He taught me what a herpetic Whitlow was, and it's basically that just sounds horrific. So you can get herpes anywhere on your skin if you have like an open wound of some sort or something like that. So you'd like people mo- more commonly would get them on their fingers or something like that if they have a cut and they finger a, a dirty bitch or something like that. Um, so lizards and truck stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're, if you're putting your fingers where they ought not be, you might get. Does it smell like the yeast herpetic when Whitlow? You pull your finger out? Yeah. Oh no. I've always been confused about how people get them in their eyes. Well, you get herpes in your eyes. It's a moist area. I mean, it's possible. Squirters? I don't. I don't know. Maybe guys going down on a dirty bitch and she sprays him and I mean, like that, that Dilophosaur of... from like Jurassic Park. Just <laughs> wait, the took, one that took the one out that, Newman. Yeah, I was about to say the one that killed Newman in the Jeep. Poor guy. But like, uh, now I have eye herpes. Fuck. I would imagine if you got herpes in your eyes due to something like that. Like I, I don't know. I mean, I know this is gross, and my sister probably doesn't want to hear this, but like. I've, I've been in a position before where like the girl's straddling my face and oh, I'm going to opt out 
And if yeah. she if she fire she would fire off some some squirt there, and yeah, it would I mean, get in your eyes and your nose and stuff. So like I can definitely see how it happens. And if it is gonna happen, that's how it's gonna happen. <laughs> but uh, so check this check this out. It says while very rare, the herpes B virus is potentially fatal to humans. And while the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission has in the past stated that the non-native species should have some sort of management to reduce health and safety risks, as well as threats to native, native wildlife, agriculture, and recreation, there has not been any population control in place since 2012. Which, that's a fucking problem, because if you know anything about monkeys... Well, they're going to fuck like monkeys. Exactly. And so that's, that's a problem. But this isn't the first time, like, Florida's dealt with bullshit like this. Yeah, the place is a cesspool, and honestly, if they could like cut Florida off the map, oh, I'd be down with it. Dude. Yeah, just kind of like, kick just, them off to sea. Yeah, that in California, I'm cool with. Yeah, just kick them both out to sea. You could kick because, Florida, kick Florida down to Cuba. Have, yeah, have the Cubans straighten them it. out. Just have it. We'll we'll take Puerto Rico as our country. Or, oh, like, definitely. For, yeah, as a state. Yeah, let's then, bring Puerto Rico and kick Florida yeah. out. I'm down with that. Yeah, like well, the Nile monitor epidemic in like I can't remember the town, but. Somebody released a breeding population of Nile monitors. And they started like jacking people's house pets and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. They were like eating entire well, fucking like, dogs like and 10 shit. Ten feet long, dude. <laughs> like Scruffy, you just you find its collar on the sidewalk. Yeah, it's dude, he's gone. Did you see? Away. Yeah, three weeks later, those fucking old tattered. Where <laughs> is he? Where is he? Posters well, Nile are still monitor. They call it that because it can take down like a a Nile crocodile. <laughs> That's fucking insane, man. Like, you don't need this. They don't give a fuck. But this this shit right here is what pisses me off because this is totally preventable. Like, could you imagine like being you imagine being in Magic Kingdom and you're like waiting to get on a ride or something like that? You get bit in the neck by a herpes monkey nope. after paying all that money and traveling and shit. You're like, what the fuck is this? I would own me a Mickey Mouse. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. They ass getting. Sued. But I mean, they they have the same problem with Burmese pythons too. Yeah, like, yeah. Like the Burmese a- like come there. Well, they'll pay they'll pay you to go to the state and hunt them actively. Yeah, but it's super they're a nuisance fucking, animal. They're like coyotes. Well, it's massively dangerous because they can fucking they can kill humans. Oh, they're massive. No problem. That and reticulated pythons and stuff. Yeah, like <clears throat> I've seen several pictures of like alligators just swallowed whole, and like Dude. the pythons is dead because it's too big and it just bursts its gut. So you see like a crocodile or a uh, alligator spewing out of a snake. It's it's insane. <laughs> let's see oh yeah this was one that kind of made my uh made my skin crawl nanny cam at phoenix home catches federal agents smelling girls underwear a formal federal law enforcement officer accused of having a sexual motive for smelling a girl's dirty underwear in her bedroom will be allowed to serve unsupervised probation big fucking surprise right deputy u.s marshal david timothy moon 50 was touring a phoenix home for sale last may while his real estate agent was in another room, Moon went inside a three-year-old girl's bedroom, according to the police report. He oh. focused on the laundry hamper in the corner. He dug through the dirty laundry and pulled out what appeared to be the girl's underwear. Video shows Moon appeared to hold the underwear close to his face and appeared to smell them. Minutes later, he returned to the bedroom for a second round with the preschooler's clothing. When he leaves the room for the second time, he appeared to notice the nanny cam. He quickly covered his mouth and said, God damn it. <laughs> What a fucking asshole. <laughs> this is, I mean, dude, this is frightening. These are people that work their way up to higher levels of law enforcement, and that's what you have to deal with. Like that, America's creepiest home videos. It's just insane. I mean, when you look at the level of corruption 
in the human in the human race in general how can you ever trust our legal system how can you ever trust the people you call you and never i could and that's the thing is like yeah i agree you never you really never you never really could and it's like yeah, these guys aren't, this isn't every law enforcement officer. I no. know I, I have several friends and family that are in law enforcement that are great people. But, but there's scumbags out there. Exactly. And it, I like feel like in every field. And it's just too easy for them to infiltrate. And uh, most of those guys are power hungry anyway. It's like a power thing. Right. Well, I feel like, I feel like a lot of them got into the business of law enforcement because they were probably uh, deficient in some sort of way as far as they're like, I don't know if it's maybe something that happened to them in their past, but you do see a lot of those kind of like little man syndrome dudes. Oh yeah. Around. I mean, well like there's a correlation between like sex and power and power and sex. Right. So, you know, going into somebody's house, it's like forbidden type of shit. Mm -hmm. So you're rifling through their panty drawer. I mean, it's just gross shit. What was this guy's defense for sniffing so, baby underwear? So, I thought there were drugs in there. So basically, um, I guess uh, ABC 15 reviewed the video with a forensic psychologist and he described the, the psychologist said that he was uh, he witnessed what would, what could be described as a compulsion. And he said that he's evaluated hundreds of sex offenders and was not personally involved in the guy who got in trouble's case. But he said, this isn't, this isn't someone who's unsure and needs to look around and tries to figure out, is this what arouses me? He knows immediately is what the psychologist said. So like, or the, the psychologist said, so we're talking about a guy who, who knew exactly what he was in there to do. Um, and I guess what's going on now, I'm trying to read a little bit further into this. But the accused guy doesn't have a defense. No, I There's mean. There's no defense for yeah, that. He's on, he's well, on video like, going. Yeah. Exactly. He got fucking just caught. God knows how many people he's like put cameras in their air vents and then sniff their panties afterwards. So right. There's no specific defense from him then. It's no, not at all. This guy has nothing to stand on. And, <laughs> and it pisses me off because I feel like he's literally, he, the only thing that happened was he's serving unsupervised probation. I feel like the state needs to step in and he needs to get some kind of counseling and he certainly shouldn't be. They should check all of his fucking computers. Exactly. Like just to see if he has any child porn because there's a good fucking chance he probably does. Oh, you know he does. Yeah. Wait, what, would, what would counseling do for him? What do you mean? Well, I'm saying like they don't need to just send him off to his own device devices uh, on un unsupervised probation. I mean, no, this they need to fucking drown him. <laughs> well, in a perfect world, but I'm saying you know obviously they're not going to do that, and obviously this is a law enforcement officer. They don't just they technically or they they typically don't throw them in jail. Unless it's something crazy. And I mean, yeah, this is disgusting and this is gross. And luckily he didn't harm anyone physically, but that's a very violating thing to do. And how do Yet. you, how do you put that into context for a three-year-old? You know what I mean? So I feel like this guy should probably be absolutely supervised and he needs to attend like regular uh, counseling or therapy of some sort because this isn't normal behavior. And if he's, if he's willing to do stuff like that, there's no telling if he's hurt someone in the past or if he's got plans to do so in the future, but this guy is predatorial and needs to be dealt with a little bit. Yeah, um, there's nothing benign about that. Right, and I think there needs to be a little bit more severe of a punishment. Like, and what was his defense, like, <clears throat> when he went, when they caught him on the shit? That's what I, mean, I was asking. They didn't. Like, what did he say? That's the thing. He's probably like, there was weed in the drawer. <laughs> No, <laughs> I can smell it. Well, that's the thing is he isn't coming out and saying anything. It's all representatives. And like it says, uh, it says when asked whether Moon faced similar allegations in the past, a Marshall spokesman told 
the news organization that they take all allegations seriously but can't comment on personal matters. So they're basically just surrounding this guy. So they're they're brushing it off. Yeah, and they're just trying to make it go away as yeah, quickly as possible. They're distancing them, themselves from him. And the, and that's, it's just a problem because it's it's a matter it's a matter of um, an issue internally with local law enforcement and things like this. And I and like I said, I have friends and family in law enforcement, and they'll tell you stories like this. Like other cops will cover for other cops. Dirty cops. Yeah. Like, that's a whole thing. Because you don't you don't want to be known as a rat and you also don't want to besmirch the name of your precinct. It's gonna it's basically a career ender in a lot of these cases. So according to the police report, a girlfriend said the suspect here, Moon, heard police were looking for him, so he threw out his computer. But his Gmail account had a video of girls doing gymnastics in an email that he sent to himself. What the fuck? Yeah, this is just very weird. So he was just like posted up at the gymnastic school, like watching girls do backflips and shit. Something creepy like that. I'm imagining. Uh, I'm imagining this guy probably. I mean, he's a cop. He has access to. Well, they're gonna. It, the minute he goes into prison, because there's no way he's gonna get off on this. Yeah, yeah. Well, he might all. get off on it somehow, <laughs> but. Well, he. I mean, I think he got he, off. He, yeah, he tried. He got in trouble. But yeah, hey, where's inmate Moon? Somebody shivved him in the fucking bathroom. No, he's just fucking dangling like Hernandez, dude, with soap suds all over the floor. Uh, that was some insane shit, dude. Yeah, but it says uh, he was indicted on two counts of felony trespassing with sexual motivation, but later he made a plea deal for a misdemeanor trespassing. That's bullshit, dude. And he did make one comment. He said, this is by far the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. And that's oh, it. what, getting caught? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, these guys, exactly. Getting caught. Yeah, these guys always find it appropriate to He'll come out. He'll be at gymnastics and more within the hour. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> He'll be running his own school. See, in other countries, they'd like cut off his hands or something. That's yeah, true. that's not I mean, what they cut off. That would, that would be so much <laughs> more productive. That's not at all what they cut off. They cut off his dick. But um, I would, even I would, even, I would even side on the... Uh, on the air of uh, chemical castration, maybe something like that, so you physically can't get a boner or anything. Now like you're that. talking. And it would also stifle his uh, testosterone production, so that would also kind of lower his sex drive, I feel like. He'd grow him some lady boobs. Yeah, exactly. He'd have bitch tits. They were just forced him to be trans. But uh, it's just. <laughs> That, did, you that say for, did you say force them to be trans? <laughs> yeah, I was like waiting for a reaction. <laughs> Nobody right said shit. Ugh. Oh, Car crash me real quick. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Give you a couple. There you go. Oof. Couple there for you. Give you a couple to grow on. God damn. All right. And in a Vice article recently, men don't recycle because they don't want people thinking they're gay. Study finds. I get what? that. Some men view environmentalism as feminine, apparently, and avoid certain behaviors because of that. This is all because of the hipsters. Well, I think this is just well, most hipsters look gay. So exactly, <laughs> that's true. I, I do it to themselves. There, there are plenty of times when I'm walking down the street or I'm at work and I see like a particular a particular style of gentleman walking, and I'm like, ooh, glad I'm not them. <laughs> no, if you see one that has a girlfriend and they're walking down the road together, it looks like a lesbian couple. In some cases, it does. Most, but, or uh, uh, or he's a cuck. Yeah, that's true. You could see. I could see a lot of that there, around here. We're poly. We're poly biamorous. Oh man, is there anything worse than that? It's like, yeah, you go ahead, dude. You want to walk around being a human petri dish? Go for it. I don't and, need any help. And doing the girl that. that they're always like polyamorous with is like some fat fucking cow. 
Well, when you look at their their mates that they've chosen, they're no better either. It's, no, it's, it's literally like a bunch a, of b-tards. It's a yeah, it's a half. It's a it's a handful of fucking low functioning trainables. But I mean, it, you know, whatever makes you happy. Whatever. And only one of them a has shit. a car ever. Yeah. Well, that's why they're dating multiple yeah. people. It's it's just more it's just more economically sound to do so. She'll be on in a future episode of my six hundred pound life. <laughs> She's gonna be your six hundred pound wife. Oof. <laughs> Ugh, no thank you i have a hot one back home there you go yeah oh yeah we should give a shout out to your uh significant other yeah my co-host significant other hopefully she can make it out next time yes next time she'll have to come but yeah i thought this was pretty interesting like i i have to say me personally like we recycle here and everything like that but it's it's something i have to actively think to do because for the longest time growing up and stuff like that this wasn't really like the biggest trend in the world it wasn't exactly like something that everyone did. So even now, like even in my thirties, I'm still trying to like teach myself like, Hey, don't just throw glass in regular trash and shit like that. What? I can't do that. It's really fun to smash a bottle though, dude. Of course it is. Well, save it for a cop car or something. Don't fucking save it for the guy. Save it for the guy sniffing panties. (laughs) Fuck turtles. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Thank you. They ain't done shit for us. That's a sentiment I hold very dearly to my heart when people talk about straws. Fuck the turtles. Give me the convenience. Well, I went to House of Blues in Myrtle, and they gave me a paper straw, and I instantly just, like, pulled it out of my drink and was disgusted. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up, because can we just admit now that paper straws make anything you're drinking taste like shit? Yeah, it's terrible. It leaves this funky aftertaste. Yeah. It's like, oh, great, my Diet Coke tastes like an Amazon box. Yeah. What the fuck? It literally tastes like cardboard. And it, then if you're, God forbid you're drinking alcohol. Right. Because the fucking straw is going to evaporate in the alcohol. Yeah, exactly. That's so, another thing too, is you have a time limit. Yeah. You know, before in the good old days, you just had to worry about the ice melting and you have a little watery drink, which, you know, God bless you. You probably need the hydration anyway. I can deal with that. But when I've got shit water moving up through a fucking paper straw into the back of my throat, it, it to me, it doesn't quench your thirst. It makes it even worse because that weird paper yeah, taste. I, like, I don't want a bunch of fucking progressives telling me I have to drink from a cup like a peasant. <laughs> like, I want my straw. I'm fucking lazy. You're a man of convenience yeah, and you will I have your I need to get the way. liquid to my fucking head quicker yeah. than tilting a glass up. I don't understand restaurants that use them because they could have just purchased a bunch of metal ones that they can sanitize. Oh, metal straws? Yeah, like they do probably, plates and It's probably an inconvenience forks. to clean all that shit. Yeah, but they're buying a shitload of paper straws all the time. Yeah, you're right. That's not very sustainable when you could just have... Make sense. Yeah. I mean, it's all like the Japanese restaurants order sushi. <laughs> sushi uh, chopsticks. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, I mean, what are you going to do? It's, it's just, you know, we're we're still growing. That's the thing is, like, everybody is always like, oh, man, modern technology, modern medicine, all this, look at all these advancements. When you look at human, the human race as a whole, have we really come that far? We're still economically driven. We're still like, we're still primal at our base instincts. We're very like me, me, me. We must. I, I would say we've come extremely far in the last hundred years. Well, yeah, no, but in the grand scheme of things, a hundred no. years is a fart. You yeah, know? I mean the the dark ages kind of <laughs> set us back a little ways. That's true. Yeah, we were talking about that the yeah. other day. That was not, yeah, good old fashioned book burning. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, you want to study science? He's a fucking witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was the thing you couldn't be very smart back then and not expect there to be some kind of like torch and, and pickaxe i mean what would i, what would I be if i wanted to study alchemy in like the 1300s i'm surprised that shit even i'm surprised like there are texts that survive from those times to oh. be honest i mean if you were if you were a woman in the dark ages and you were slightly above average in your intelligence 
you were a fucking witch. Yeah. They, they would drown you. They'd throw you in a river, and if you didn't float, you weren't a witch. Yeah. But you're fucking dead. So there was no <laughs> logic. Well, that was like one of my favorite scenes out of uh, Monty Python and the Holy. Grail. I don't think that was the Dark Ages, by the way. I think I that was that was more recently than I care to admit. That was like that was like some Salem shit. Yeah, that was Salem. Yeah, that's my bad. So that but wasn't still, even that, that that's long like ago. Thirteen hundreds, like you had the Inquisition and all that shit. Right. Which oh man, that was a the Crusades. If that wasn't a fun time to be alive, uh, that's probably the best way to get rid of those people. But you know, uh, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Oh shit! Yeah, not going to that fucking table. You know what? At this point, I'm not even going to bitch about the table anymore because it is such a fucking prevalent blight on this show, dude. That, you know what? It's I this think bar right here. No, it's not even I... the top one, Eric. It's the bottom one. Your feet are oh, like yeah. literally underneath it. That's true. So if you yeah, move, you yeah. Just smack it. But I just can't win, dude. Like that's I, my fucking kneecap that hits it. I fucking every time I've hit it twice now. I fucking sprung on a nice L-shaped talk show host desk, and I still can't get the fucking people I have on here. And even I do it too. Like last week, I was doing it a ton. I just kept like moving around in my seat, and my knee would slam into the desk. And I'm like, great, that's you know, you that's, need you need that production value, right? Yeah, the fucking like the part where my feet are at, mm-hmm. not the problem. This bar where my kneecaps at. Yeah, yeah exactly. But is the bar welded, or can you just take the screw out and remove it? You can remove it, but I mean, it doesn't look cool without. I'm no, all about we don't, looks. We're not even looking at it. You know what? Why don't you just guys don't focus on my fucking table? We're talking about stupid ass recycling. Yeah. It's not a well, fucking no, conversation. No, we're talking about the piece. Black Ages like a, where we were burning it's books. Ball, there's a bar right here. Hanging people are running women their for limbs being lippy. Into. We were hanging women for being lippy. <laughs> yeah, clearly you were screaming over me, so I don't deserve to talk. <laughs> oh shit. I mean, you know, that's keeping up with the theme. All right, Eric. Alex is a very modern woman. She ain't going to take that shit. No, not at all. She's going to gut me out. Dude, Alex, oh. you, uh, her husband, Jason, was fucking killing oh, no. me on the phone the other day. He was like, make sure you let everyone on that show know that I rearranged the house and I cleaned up everything so that my beautiful wife could come home to a brand new environment and not have to worry about anything. <laughs> He's so abused. It's like heavy breathing. Is his that, one, is his that like once a, a year house cleaning? Eric, shut the oh, fuck up. That's like the second, third time now. My bad. Are you stepping on her tits, dog. Ugh. Go ahead, Al. No, I'm good now. No, what'd you say? No, that's it. I'm a woman. I'm done. Oh, shit. <laughs> Way uh, to fuck the dog there. Uh, yep. I fucked up. Come back to me. So what's up, Al? <laughs> Al's over here tilting back white claws, getting loose. <laughs> no, I was, I've been reading over here on my phone while you guys are talking. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that fucking got a third mic just to, just so she could sit there and fucking yeah. swipe on Tinder. I told you I didn't want to be on Look this. at memes. Alex is just swiping through her grinder profile, tricking, <laughs> she's catfishing oh dudes. That's not what I'm doing. Getting lesbians to send her fucking money. Yeah, sending her some muff pictures. That's not what I'm doing. Cash at me $5 right now. I'll show you my areola. Dude, Will I'm I? so glad I'm like off the market. Like, the dating scene fucking has sucked for the last couple of years. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, look at me. That's why I'm a fucking recluse. I stay here in my little sound Dude, cave. It's like a bunch of girls that want free money and want to be, like, cam models. Yeah, but how, oh, would, you, how would you know that? You've been screaming over me. Is that what you're doing with them? <laughs> you couldn't possibly learn no, something about someone Tinder. when you're screaming over them. <laughs> Is that what you're doing on dates? That's a very valid uh, you point. You know, honestly, I probably should. That's a valid point. I I can I don't know. Alex Alex is very quiet, but when she comes shit. out, she fucking unsheaths that katana. I don't know, I'm just listening. <laughs> don't fucking don't get all dismissive right afterwards. Yeah, you like, fucking throwing in these zingers. Fucking God damn. <laughs> oh dude, so I saw this isn't really like 
news, but I put it, I wanted to add it to the bad news because it's just, it's one of those things. Adam and I speak about our hatred for cyclists on a very regular basis. It's no... They're the fucking worst. Yeah, it's no secret that here on the Brass Tax Podcast, we do not appreciate cyclists, especially if you treat your bicycle as a vehicle and you wait at red lights like in front of cars and you fucking like use your little stupid hand signals also, to turn if you have one and those... I'm not done speaking yet okay you and then again. you also like have to worry about these assholes merging into you and shit like that and it's like how the fuck am I supposed to treat this guy like I would a fucking thousand thousands of pound vehicle on the road you're not and you have blind spots and shit like that and these assholes have the have the audacity like I was telling you guys in in Boulder this one guy just rode by and like kicked my fucking truck that I was driving. And he was in the cycling lane. I, I was in a turn lane. I wasn't even anywhere near the fucking bike lane. And this fucking asshole just comes through and kicks my stupid ass truck. And he's like, leave more room for bikes, bro. If I had been with you, I would have, I would have just reached out. I would have ripped him inside of the car. We would have left his bike there. And just scared the shit out of him. Just drove him somewhere and dropped him off there. No <laughs> bike, nothing. That's my girl. <laughs> I remember you telling that story a few episodes ago. Yeah. Like I got my revenge. Well, it's part of it's the people that like it just immerse themselves in that culture. Right. Like have the spandex outfits and shit. And I'm like, you oh, all I hate are those. The, the worst yeah. fucking people. It looks like and, a singlet. <laughs> yeah, and there's like twenty of them in a fucking group. They just halt traffic. I was 15 minutes late to work on Caroline Forest Boulevard the other day. Yeah. Just because of those assholes. They should start, like, forming little, like, stupid gay bike clubs. Like, instead of... <laughs> you just see a bunch of dudes in onesies and, like, 10 speeds riding around. We're the Hex Angels. <laughs> we're going to We're going to key your car, man. Well, there's only one group that's probably just F-worded more than them. Huh. The rental scooter places. Like the little e-scooters? Oh, yeah. Yeah, They're, those are just dumb as fuck. Like, why would you do that? To me, to me, the e-scooters are right there with the bicycles because neither one is gonna is not going to handle an impact against an actual vehicle. And you just look like a fucking boner riding it. No matter how you look <laughs> at it, you just look like a doofus. But, and, I, and you see, I love it down in Denver because, uh, like you guys saw today, the snow's melting. It's very slushy and shit down there. And you'll see these fucking buttheads with these stupid e-scooters. <laughs> they'll try to fucking, they'll try to take a hot corner, you know, and then <laughs> that shit goes flying out from under them. And then they just eat shit right into like a nice little slush pile, walking around getting pneumonia. Uh. But check this video out. This guy, this is, uh, sorry for you guys at home, but this is basically just a video of two cyclists and they're on an interstate in the middle lane on a three, a three lane interstate. But just check out what happens to this what piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. So here to the left. Oh fuck! Right. I can't see. Well, you here? Look. This guy's trying. See, he tried to do the stupid. Oh no! Yeah, he tried. Okay, so oh, the cyclist tried to merge right. It blew his spokes out. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Probably blew the contents of his fucking asshole out. Yeah, I was going to say he's littered now, like all over the place. So basically what happened was this cyclist is driving straight in this interstate and he's he puts his stupid little hand out to merge over to the right <laughs> and this fucking semi just cruises right over him. And he's lucky it doesn't hit <laughs> oh, him directly, no. but it just eats his bike and spits it out. And then see, this is the other dangerous thing because it's not like a car where you have brakes and surrounded by metal and shit like that. They literally, these are two guys who just stopped busy traffic. These people are going like 50, 60 miles They're per hour. They're on the fucking freeway. 
Yeah, this is not. This They're is not, not in okay. a bike lane. They're not like off to the side. <laughs> They're literally on the fucking freeway. But that's the thing. The only way that they this, deserve to be hit. Absolutely, absolutely. The only way that this video, this video could have gotten any better is if it would have cut to a shot of him laying on a satin pillow. Because I fucking hate these guys. I was gonna say missing his legs, but no, you know, Lieutenant Diet, you caught magic legs. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! You like that, Al? <laughs> yes, I did. Speaking of magic legs, dude, that halftime show in the Super Bowl, man, I fucking love Shakira, and I always have. Oh, but yes. oh my god, did she make J Lo look like an old bitch? Oh no, she did. She, she looked really so did. dumb. Shakira was moving and shaking, playing instruments, being a badass. And then what does Lopez do to follow up? She just spends half the fucking set riding around on hot guys' shoulders. Well, then she had, like had a bunch of cuts to where she was like putting her pussy in front of the camera. Uh, which is why to... everybody was like mad about it. They're like, this was a wholesome show, but well, last year you had like Adam fucking Levine shirtless trying to like. Make every yeah. mom moist. He well, looks that's like the a thing. fucking human action figure. He really you know does. He looks like, like a Chipotle bag. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. Is like I get, I get Adam Levine being okay, but nobody wants to see J Lo get a close up, and then it just looks like two pieces of chewed bubble tape hanging out of a fucking onesie. That's Ooh. uncomfortable. Fucking bat wings. Yeah, I don't want to see your blown out fucking post ditty pussy. That's gross. Oh. And I forgot about that. Yeah, well, now dude. she now isn't she like married to a baseball player or some shit? She's married to whoever has money at whatever time yeah. they have it. She's kind of like a, a Mariah Carey in my opinion. She she likes to hop around. Rick, no one forgets. Yeah, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I certainly don't, especially when it comes to that shit. Shallow ass bitches out there. Well, my dad was watching the halftime show like two inches away from the TV. Oh yeah, <laughs> he had like a fifty-five inch. And he was like propped up on the dresser, like <laughs> fucking hiding his fucking hiding his shame boner. <laughs> the fucking jargons and tissues were out. I'm one hundred percent sure. That's hilarious, dude. It's it's one of those things that were like, and I don't even you know honestly, I don't even think I'm I'm almost one hundred percent positive that Shakira wasn't playing any of those instruments, and I also think she was lip syncing. Well, they pre-record that entire deal. She was very much lip syncing, but I mean, but it's I don't like, care. It was still great. Exactly. I still think she she fucking knocked it out of the park. And aside from that stupid little like thingy, which I couldn't get on board with. I that. don't that know. Was, I kept watching that gif for a long time, <laughs> if you know what I mean. It's just too it's too cringy. I, I can't get on board with that. I don't even know why you would do that. What is um what is the significance? Can you look that up? The significance, well, I mean, it's significant. It has different meanings in different cultures. Like usually, Isn't what we would like, be used to is you would hear that blah, 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 and then a head comes off. <laughs> Daniel know. Pearl. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, hit hit him with the he's dead. Yeah, we got there. Eric, no. He walked. He walked into the tent. They're like, try the wine. <laughs> thought My he, favorite. Thought he made some friends. He's dead. <laughs> Nobody wants to get that news. Hey man, it's nothing to lose your head over. Oh shit! Yeah, he's a good boy, but that sucks. I, I, I just don't. That's another thing that kind of perplexes me is like, why are people still traveling to these war-torn areas of the world and like, like those two chicks who went to Morocco just to go backpacking? You can't get me out of the house to walk my punk ass down the street for cigarettes, let alone no. get on a fucking plane and fly was, to a war-torn nation. I was bumming backpack. cigs off of you. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, what the fuck is over there that you want to like, you want to risk your life just we so you can to, walk around? We want to go hiking. It's fucking, fucking silly. Fucking Lana wants to go see the Alps or some shit. Wait, were they American or not? No, they no, were no, like no. Swedish or some shit. Yeah, something like that. They were Scandinavian. But did you see the live leak video of that? 
No, no, that's one. I, see, when it's when it's like real like that, that I one don't... made me feel bad. Wait, what, yeah. what was what happened? So they live like whoever killed those girls live streamed the fucking video. Yeah, of them like cutting their heads off. Like with a dull machete. Yeah, it, it took it a while. It was fucking bad. Yeah, I can't yeah. I can't be watching shit like that. That's the kind of shit right there where like if if I read the article and like they're talking about their lives outside of this incident and then you see some shit like that, it makes it way too real and I'm I don't know, man. It's just it's a little bit more than I can handle as far as that kind of shit's concerned. And I can I can watch some pretty fucked up shit on the internet, but So I they could send that guy with, you know, a tent. Over there, that was sniffing underwear there, the little, <laughs> little lady underwear. You think he should be sentenced to backpacking in yeah, Morocco? Yeah, exactly. And then we'll see what happens. Alone, I, with no food. I agree. Water. I agree. It's like, send him over Perfect. there. Send him over there. Make him survive on his own. And if yeah. he can, like, like predetermine a time, like, hey, you got to spend, like, three years over there. Good luck. Then we've just raped him of his rights <laughs> by giving him a one-way ticket. You could just stick him on, like, a forced labor camp somewhere. Yeah, there's plenty of those around. Why not throw him in one of those fucking highfalutin for-profit prisons yeah. that America loves Make to him implement? Stamp license plates. Yeah, that's another fucking farce. That needs to be that needs to be abolished immediately. I'm glad some states are doing it, but that should be federally illegal. That's just ridiculous. Fucking for-profit prisons it makes me sick. But I guess. Uh, Why does that make you sick? For-profit prisons. Yes. Because it creates a demand for prisoners and, and law enforcement's much more likely to incarcerate people over smaller offenses. I see. Don't you don't be a fucking smart ass. <laughs> Alex, you little bitch. Oh, all right, move, moving on. What moving a pud. On. Well, there on. was a there was a judge not too long ago who got in a shitload of trouble because it turned out yeah, he, he was did. getting kickbacks from private prisons and he was sending a he was basically Mostly. just sending every minority he could yeah. that way. And that's another thing, too, is, like, we do have a very, very strong issue as far as, like, race and, and, uh... I was gonna say, isn't that already happening? <laughs> well, yeah, it is, but that's the thing, is, like, this guy was just so so blatant, and he held his position of power for so long, and it's like, how do you guys ignore this? No one ever wants to... It's just like, it's just like the whole coronavirus thing. Like, no one in that power structure wanted to be the guy that had to break the news or had to be the one to take the fault for it. And we kind of live in that same that same type of space as far as uh, our legal system goes. Well, let's well, hold on. Let's dissect that though. So you make that comment, but other people don't think the way that you do. So what do you think happened with the coronavirus? How did that come about? Me personally, I think that evidence points to the fact that because because the city of Wuhan is so close to Hong Kong, I think that it was a virus that was released to quell. The Hong Kong protests. I it think was, it was a most... controlled situation. There's no doubt. Right. And that's what I believe is that it was it was initially implemented to disperse the protests going on. Right. What you got, Eric? Uh, I mean, we covered it a little bit on our show, but disease spreads rapidly over there mm-hmm. because of their culture. like And hygiene. Yeah, they don't wash their hands. They just fucking don't. Um, and such a dense and population. They spit, they spit on the ground because it's spitting on the ground is even in a restaurant. And they don't have normal toilets. Yeah, that too. That too. I mean, so they're spit on the ground. It's like a sign of like high society. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Like I posted a video on our Twitter and Instagram of like a guy eating baby rats, like live baby rats. Where can they find you? Uh, they can find us <laughs> at the Vulgarians Podcast on Instagram and Vulgarians underscore Pod on Twitter. 
And on Facebook.com slash Fulgarians Podcast. Get them plugs out while we can, dog. (laughs) But yeah, no, you're right. I mean, there are a lot of cultural norms over there that can uh, lead to this type of thing. And also, I mean, obviously, the such a dense population, it's a lot easier to spread disease and shit like that. But um, I think the timing and everything involved in this points to a controlled oh, situation. Oh, 100%. But, but, but I think it got out of their hands because of the... I don't, maybe they just didn't know as much about it as they do now, and they didn't realize like certain issues such as like dormancy, like the two-week dormancy before yeah. it actually takes effect. And then they didn't take into account like a lot of travel. I mean, China, China does a a massive yeah. amount of business all over the world and people are constantly flying in and out. So, I mean, I think they took all of that into consideration. Well, then they I think did a lot of this had to do with population control too. So, I mean, maybe the people that were there that were traveling were casualties and that sucks. But at the same time, I think that this was definitely about population control in their own country. Well, right. the Chinese government's been playing it down like in insane ways. Like, not releasing the true death count, burning bodies before yeah. they're even registered. Which is just part of their playbook. Yeah, Nobody wants to let Winnie the Pooh, like, get mad at him. Yeah, so. fuck that guy. He's got such a punchable face. He really There are, does, There are dude. a couple of world leaders I wouldn't mind just spin kicking right in the fucking bag. He's one of them. <laughs> He looks all. He's always, he always looks like he's pouty, like he just didn't get his way or something. Every time I see him on the news, even when he smiles, it looks like think, somebody told me he couldn't have a toy. I think that's just his face, dude. <laughs> he's just a droopy, smug fuck. He's a. He's just a. He's an annoyance. I don't know. I don't know. After watching the debates last night too, it's just like these. Uh, every politician's voice pisses me off. I hate their cadence. I. You just. You can't trust a politician. I mean, none of these people look like they're going to do anything out of the norm. They're not out there for you. What the fuck are we thinking with this? Why are we why are we still going through these stupid ass like it's just it's it's more or less just an illusion. It's like we want you to think that you matter. We want you to think you have control over this decision. But the reality of the situation is you don't. Ding ding. I mean, clearly they the DNC does not want Bernie to win. Oh yeah, that was evident through yeah. like all the questions they were asking that were better suited for him were being sent yeah. over to other candidates and they were just kind of to a point to where Mayor Pete was stealing Yang's speech like verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it was funny to watch. It was. It, it was, was extremely five funny. hours of just sheer comedy. Yeah. The funniest thing is realizing Elizabeth Warren, if you shaved her head, she looks like the Rage and Cage and James Carvel. Dude. It's it's I can't unsee it. It's spot on. I can't, I, I can't fucking <laughs> that man. He looks like a fucking alien already. So, I mean, yeah. I think they were separated at birth. <laughs> fucking horrible. Whatever birthing pod they got shot out of. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some baloney boys. Baloney boys. Today we have a we have a short one but a funny one. This was uploaded to YouTube June 6, 2019, and it's called Curb Your Murder Sentencing. <laughs> and basically what's going on here in this video. Let me kick this fucking creepy music. I always feel like I'm getting ready to take a kitchen knife in the rib cage when I hear that. Creepy piano. So apparently um, this guy's name is Chris McNabb. And he is on trial for the murder of, I guess, his his kid. And so, obviously, they give you a chance to speak your piece 
before they sentence you and stuff like that. And this is basically just the judge allowing him to uh, speak before the judge hands down his sentencing. Which doesn't matter, but I just don't understand how you find somebody guilty of doing something to a 15-day-old baby because there was no evidence whatsoever that proved anything about me putting my hands on my kids. I've never done it. I never would. I don't believe in it. Also, I need to add, let me just describe the way this guy looks really quickly because not Can only... Can I see him? Let yeah, him well, here, just... Oh, that's... All right. Yeah, Turn he's, it back a, he's a real winner. <laughs> he's literally got... He's littered with face tattoos. He looks like he has a very prominent SoundCloud rap. Profile. Oh, yeah. That looks like something... That looks like somebody Alex would have dated in high school. <laughs> you know what? What? You're right. Okay, okay, fair <laughs> I mean, somebody definitely melted down some combs and hair dye and just slowly did all those tattoos. Yeah, so those check are this. prison tats. Highly so credible person. Yeah, sure. check this out. Okay, so this guy is, he's in a suit and tie, but from the neck up, there's horribly done neck tattoos up to his little, like, douchebag beard. He's got thick black rim glasses, and he's got tattoos like shitty, shitty tattoos all over, like under his eyes, on his cheeks, above his eyebrows. And then what does that say on his, on his forehead? He's got cursive writing on his forehead. Does it say I ripped off the Joker? No, his, his, literally his entire body looks like the right side of Post Malone's face. <laughs> yeah, that, that best oh, describes shit. it. Post Malone. I think it, oh, it says two up to lock up. Too tough? Wait, no. Or two, two up. Oh, I don't know. Either way, it's fucking dumb. This guy looks like a fucking idiot. If you want to see this video for yourself um, at home there, just uh, you on, in YouTube, you search Curb Your Murder Sentencing. I'll actually post it on my Instagram and Twitter, too. Sick, sick, sick. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. We got to get him a backpack and a tent. <laughs> I was beat as a child, and I don't agree with it at all. For fuck's sake. I would sakes. never do it. I would never do this. That's all I got to say. I would never do it. I'm innocent. One more time. Well, I can make a lot of comments on what you said. I can make a lot of comments on the trial, but I know that was just be arguing with you or talking with you. I'll ask you one simple question. You claim you're innocent, so you tell me what sentence the man or woman that claims did right. this should receive. Southern. If you ever find out who did them, they deserve to be under the jail. Okay. So they ought to get the maximum sentence. Most definitely. Okay. On the crime of malice murder, I sent you to life in confinement without parole. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, cue the music. God <laughs> damn. And that's the video, but I fucking love it because his face, his face just drops and he's like, oh. Well, he no. realized he, it was at that, it's like meme. It, he has realized at that moment he is fucked up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how are you going to walk in looking like that, too, and expect to have any kind of credibility in the court of law? Uh, I know it's supposed to be unbiased and justice is supposed to be blind, but I'm sorry, dude. There is no there's no thick, southern-blooded judge that's going to look at that guy <laughs> and think, uh, you know what, let's give this guy a fair shake. I don't like my tax dollars going to like housing and feeding these people most times, but in this case, <laughs> right. I'd pay double. <laughs> <laughs> I really would. Oh, Put them up at that Airbnb with us. That's it. I'm, dude, I'm so glad that you guys got an Airbnb in Denver and not like closer to like Boulder or something like that. Cause we, I feel like Eric and I have just been chain smoking. And I oh, was, yeah. I was kind of filling in my, uh, my friends here about how they treat cigarette smokers in Boulder. And I've like, I've told stories before on the show about my run ins with, uh, with the Boulder, lo Boulder locals and how they handle me smoking. But, uh, 
it's weird too because the other day I was thinking like when we were out on the porch, we were just smoking and bullshit and stuff like that. Like I used to be up until up until maybe like three years ago, I used to be so, so anti smoking. Like not even not even in a nice conscious manner, but like I was a fucking prick about it. Like I used to grab cigarettes out of my friend's hands and throw them or I'd like snap them before they could light them and shit. Just being an asshole, you know, oh, you're a piece of shit. Exactly. And no, don't trust me. I, I know that. Somebody smacked the fuck out of you for that. And, uh, this I, comes I deserved as, it. as no surprise to me though. Well, yeah. No. And Alex knows like, dude, I, I was such a douchebag teenager. I was like super straight edge. I didn't want to, I didn't even use, I didn't want mouthwash that had alcohol in it and shit like that. I was above and beyond. Oh yeah. We saw how that turned out. Daddy did a backflip off the wagon in that one, dude. I started fucking drinking like a mug. Well, happy one year. Oh yeah. Thank you. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah happy one year. Dude. Thank you very much. Yes. I do deserve to be appreciated. I mean, I remember being a shithead, but with smoking, you, remem- like, you remember. Yeah. Me? Well, vaguely. <laughs> so we would all like, just starts chain smoking at house of blues yeah. whenever we go see a show and just start flipping the butts down into the, the pit. Oh, you're that asshole. Yeah, I was that asshole. Oh my God, dude. I used to fucking hate that. Yeah. I, it was Cause me I was and always all down the North Myrtle beach kids that were like throwing the cigarette butts in the pit. See, that's why you're going to die alone because like that kind of shit's going to come back to bite you in the taint. I used to, I used to sit down there at those concerts. I'd always be like on the floor and shit. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, without fail, every fucking time I went to the house of blues, I caught a fucking cigarette burn right on the neck. Yeah, dude. We'd flip those shits. Like it was like archery. Yeah. Like you just see a rain of like cherries rain down on the crowd. Well, do you know how hard that is to go? Like you, you see like I, there, this was a stupid occurrence and this really pissed me off. But this actually happened to me one time. I went to a concert at the house of blues. Same thing happened. Got a cigarette burn on my neck. And I was in my kind of like, I think I was like maybe 15, something like that. But my girlfriend at the time, we were hanging out and she saw the burn on my neck. And because we were teenagers and didn't know fucking anything about like sex and shit at the time, you know, like you're, that's kind of like when you're just figuring shit out and like what you like and stuff. She thinks it's a hickey and we got in a huge fucking fight. And I'm like, bitch, I got burned in the neck at a panic at the disco concert. All right. You deserve to be burned in the neck for going to a panic at the disco. No, that Panic of the Disco is one of my uh, guilty pleasures. And actually, actually, um, I liked I took, it a lot. Well, I took, remember, Alex, I took you to one of their concerts when yeah, we I were mean, younger. I, I like them a lot. I think that was your first concert, wasn't it? I can't remember. We were really young at our first one. I'd, oh, wait, I, no, it was Alter Bridge. Oh, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, who was the lead, the, the opener, or not the opener, the, who are we seeing? We went and saw Panic of the Disco once, like that. They were the headliners. All right. Well, I know that I've been at the House of Blues and I've never had anybody burn me with a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're one of the lucky ones. That's I mean, well, if I did, I would honestly like I would because it was mostly they quickly high school. But, all right, Eric. It was mostly <laughs> high school people. And if somebody flicked a cigarette like into the crowd and burnt me with it, I yeah. would have taken that cigarette and dated them for a month during the spring just to break up with them at their prom. Oh, shit. God damn. It runs in the family, dude. We are a spiteful family. Well, they quickly fixed that issue. That we got away with that for about two years in 2008. <laughs> they're like, no smoking inside. Yeah, it's probably for the best, honestly. Go outside and freeze. Well, I mean, it's like that everywhere now. I mean, you can't, you can't really smoke. I've never, I kind of, I feel like I missed the golden age as a smoker. Like, I started smoking about two years ago, I think it was. But now I like reminisce and I'm like, oh man, 
I miss the days when like people could just walk into a cafe, have some coffee and smoke a cigarette inside. Now you can't even be out in open air and smoke a cigarette without catching a look like what the fuck is going on here? Dude. People cover their babies and shit, and it's like nobody's trying to no one's over here over here fucking worried about your punk ass kid. Well, the breakfast place we went to yesterday is like a, had a sign out front, no smoking within 15 feet of the building. I was like, fuck you. That's almost everything around here now. Like over, over at the, um, at the shopping center I work at every, I think every building over there has like a no smoking within no 25 shit. feet or something like that sign. Yeah. People just don't want to deal with it. It's like you, I mean, I've been smoking outside out back, like at work and shit like that. And even if you try your best to like blow it in the opposite direction or something, as soon as you open the door back to the business, it just fucking all flies up in there and it smells like stogies for a while. Yeah. So I get it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't get it because when I didn't smoke, I certainly did not want to be bombarded with other people's shitty smelling cigarettes. So I I get it, but you know, it would be nice to just kind of like maybe take a time machine back to 92 and go smoke a cigarette and have some chicken tenders and a Morrison's. You know, go back yeah. even further. Go to the seventies when New York had like all the triple X studios. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Better, better days, better days. Was it? Yeah. I mean, I think so, but I don't know. That fucking hour just went by like nothing. Yeah, seriously. Holy shit. Well, I hope you guys had a great time with us today. It was a very special edition of the brass tax podcast. Um, if you guys have any, uh, any kind of suggestions or if there's anything you find, on the internet that you might want us to cover go ahead and send any suggestions to the real brass tax at gmail.com make sure you follow us on instagram at the real brass tax make sure you like our facebook fan page the brass tax podcast and guys go ahead and get your plugs in all right so go and check out the bulgarians podcast we are everywhere where podcasts can be found right now uh itunes spotify stitcher Red Circle, YouTube, all of that shit. Get them. We'll be back next week with my podcast and my co-host Christian. We're going to have a Valentine's Day special for you guys. It's going to be great. And I have a job, so I don't have a plug. Well, plug, No, plug your salon. No. We have we have listeners out your way. I mean, I'm just going to leave that joke alone. Alex doesn't want our demographic invading her, her fucking business. Good night, guys. <laughs> Later. All right, everybody, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Go fuck your mother.